With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And we're going to work throughout. We have a four-hour canvas of talk radio here. We will have the Bennies in their entirety, all the awards. Well, not all the awards, because one of the awards will be voted on later. But all the awards we have access to, we will be giving them out throughout this edition of the Ben Maller Show. It's a little different, a little different than all the others. You know, we have our checklist out. We, who will be crying? Which winner will cry? Uh, we don't know. We have no idea which winner of the awards will cry. Uh, the, who will win the applause meter We don't know that either. Uh, who, will, uh, who will give a lecture about wh- what they can do to make sports radio better in the future? I have no idea either. But all that will be determined throughout the journey into the wee hours of the morning, uh, as they say, as they say. here. Well, but we will have it coming up here uh, in a little bit. But uh, there, there is other stuff to get to, uh, a, a potpourri, if you will. And I, I was told one time by a, a programming wizard, and, and they said, well, if there's a couple things that are all kind of around the same, just talk about the one you care about because that's all, you know, you, you, it's your show, talk about what you care about. The thing that caught my attention that I've been looking forward to discussing here is the reaction of the Philadelphia Eagles to winning the Super Bowl, right? We had the parade. We had the leprechaun genie costume at the parade last week. And clearly still on cloud nine, right, the afterglow 
of the Eagles Super Bowl win and a couple of Philadelphia Eagles, but one in particular here in this case for the purposes of our conversation right now, they are going full on over the top in your face and I'm going to stomp you out towards the Patriots. Now, if you haven't been paying attention to this kind of stuff, because I don't know, it was the weekend, uh, maybe you've missed it. The Eagles offensive tackle Lane Johnson taking some shots at the New England Patriots. Uh, and we actually have the audio on this, and uh, hopefully we can play that. But Lane Johnson, I'll give you the, the brief summary here. He said he'd much rather win one Super Bowl while having fun than win five of them in what he called a fear-based organization, uh, that being the New England Patriots. Uh, Lane Johnson, in a podcast interview over the weekend, dropping these bombshells, right? this revelation uh, from Lane Johnson. Now, that was just the tip of the iceberg. The fear-based organization, though, that's the headliner. right? That's the headliner that went all over the place. And said, oh, my God, he, he called the Patriots a fear-based organization. You can't, how could he do that? All right, do we have the audio on this? All right, we have the audio. Here's uh, a little more uh, from Lane Johnson, offensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles on the Patriots. The Patriot way is it's a fear-based organization. Obviously, do they win? Hell yes, they win. They won for a long time. Do I think people enjoy, can say, I had a lot of fun playing there? No, I don't. Are they successful? But when they go to interviews, they act like robots. I would much rather have fun and, and, and win a Super Bowl than be miserable. All right, so he wants to... He he rather win one Super Bowl, what he said, and then you know go to five, win five, and be miserable. So that was the the wisdom of one Lane Johnson of the Eagles. So let's talk about this. Uh, the good line there, bleeping robots. All right. So the question is, does this say more about Lane Johnson or more about the Patriots? Right. It obviously says more about Lane Johnson. Now my viewpoint on this: you've got extra salty, acquired taste, and beating the odds. Right, you got those three things, and as a listener called it last week, he said this is the Maller mashup. So do the Maller mashup. I'll combine all those things. I will bind all of this together. Now, first of all, we begin with uh, something that I do believe in. You win the Super Bowl, you can do the victory lap. You can dress like a clown at your parade. You can be the leprechaun, and you can wear the genie costume. The whole thing. Mazel tov, good for you. To the victor goes the trash talk. And it is refreshing that Lane Johnson still has this deep-rooted grudge against the Patriots. You would think that in the the follow-up after the Super Bowl, right, toast of the Delaware Valley, that Lane Johnson, winner of the Super Bowl, right, part of a Super Bowl winning team, that all of that success would help wash away hostility and bad blood. And if you thought that, you would be wrong. Uh, Lane Johnson is selling bags of sodium. I, I mean, when he gets his, his fries, he puts extra salt on top here. Extra salty French fries. Lane Johnson is 27 years old. Uh, he's been around the NFL a handful of years now, and he sounds really grumpy, right? He sounds really like he's like he's really upset. There's like a you know 65, 75 year old guy getting off my lawn. How dare you! Did Bill Belichick say something nasty that we don't know about? Maybe Belichick was quoted somewhere saying something about, about Lane Johnson or stole his lunch money or something like that. Uh, but it, there's got to be something there, right, to irritate Lane Johnson. Now, secondly, I, I, I can't say it any other way. Playing for the Patriots is not for everyone. I think we, we know that. It is an acquired taste, and some players have actually taken less money to play for that bleeping robotic way, the Patriot way. Uh, and it's it, Is it more disciplined than other NFL teams? In some areas, of course it is. It's, it's the NFL to the 10th degree compared to some other outposts around the National Football League. But every team, I would like to think every team works hard. right? Do the Patriots have a little bit extra on top of that in terms of discipline? Sure, you could say that. But to say that none of the Patriots have fun... Rob Gronkowski, assuming he's not retired to go chase bad, crappy Hollywood movies, Gronkowski appears to be having a good time. And it's certainly it's different than other franchises. It's much different. I mean, the final thing, the final word on this, there's more than one way, as, as they say back in Wisconsin, there's more than one way to cut a cheese. 
right? Or, or in this case, to build a, a championship. But if you go back the past 20 years, the teams that have had fun and won, they don't last. They haven't lasted. Right? Seattle had a great time. That franchise has fallen apart, the Seahawks. They're at the end here of whatever it was, the Legion of Boom. It's at the end of it. Uh, the, the Denver Broncos have been there. There have been a handful of teams that have come up and won a Super Bowl or been there. Baltimore Ravens had their run. They come up, they win, they go back, they go away. The Patriots have been beating the odds for almost 20 years. Certainly the last 18 years, they have been regularly atop the food chain in the NFL. And Lane Johnson, listen, he made the Pro Bowl this season, but if you look at his resume, he still has more suspensions for steroids than awards won during his NFL career. He's he's been pretty good at getting popped for the steroids. Now, I will admit, as a talk show host, it's much more easier, much more uh, enjoyable to talk about guys dressed like leprechauns and genies at their parade and the uh, hoodlum vigilantes that are disguised as Eagle fans. Much more enjoyable to talk about that uh, than it is about some of this other stuff. Like the Patriots don't, they go out of their way to not do anything. To say anything, do anything interesting, uh, they, that's, that's the Patriot way. Just kind of go through the motions, machine-like. And you wonder, though, this. If the Patriots had not had that approach, if they had been like the other teams, but they had the discipline of Belichick, would it have really been that much different? If if Tom Brady had been you know like a human being over the past eighteen years and actually talked like a normal person, would it have mattered that much in the win loss total? If everyone else is doing the same thing, if the Patriots, if if they come out and are just like, like normal people, would that have ended? This run prematurely? I say no. All right, it's the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox, and we have uh, a big, big overnight of programming here, awards to be handed out, a lot of hardware. There's some excitement. There's a buzz in the hallways here. Usually I come in to start a new week, and the only thing I, the, the only buzz is from the smell of the rotting trash that I am greeted by because we apparently can't afford to hire someone to clean the trash out on the weekend, so it's just growing piles of crap everywhere. But this night different. This night different than all of that. It's a special night. Big Bafo Sacco, highly produced award show. We're giving out hardware, and we're excited about that. Man, is this big. Big, 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 big. Live from Sherman Oaks, California, in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Premier Radio Networks is proud to present the 105th Annual Benny Awards. And now... Here's your host for the evening, Ben Maller. Thank you. Oh, look over there. Look at what a beautiful gown you have on over there. Look at that. That is marvelous. All dressed up over there. Wow. Nice. Hello to all the producers. Hello. Yes, there's the, I see the director's wing over there. Oh, look at that. Phylexis is in the upper deck with a clown costume on. Hello, Phylexis. Nice of you to dress like a clown, Phylexis. Well, this is exciting. The Bennies are here. I, where did the time go? Just last year, around this time, we were all together giving out the top awards in Sports Talk Radio for the year 2016. And here we are back again, giving them out now for the year 2017. I realize it's 2018. We're almost midway through the month of February. But, hey, it's award season. We're eating donuts backstage. We're having a great time. It's going to be marvelous here. A lot of excitement in the air. Some of the best and the brightest minds in all of sports radio are sleeping right now and then they allow us to come in here it's just uh, just fabulous just absolutely amazing now the way this has worked out I, we're we're going to try to stretch this out just like your typical hollywood award show where they'd stretch it out for 3 hours plus that's how long the ceremony lasts a lot of jokes along the way there we'll hit all the major things you look for in an award show uh, we'll have all of that. So we're building up to the crescendo is what we're doing. We're building up to the crescendo. And uh, who will be the fashion train wreck of the Maller militia here? I have no idea. We'll find out as we go through the Bennies. Uh, I do see we've got uh, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia is here, which is exciting. I see him right over there. He got his new nickname last week. And, and I am uh, wearing my – it is a black tie affair. I am yeah. wearing my – 
black bow tie that was sent to us by a listener. So yeah. I have uh, I have dressed appropriately for the show. That's great. I think I see the Coupe de Loop putting his black tie on as well. Well, there's a black tie, as you said, black tie affair. And a listener, I forget who sent us these things, so th- we're very excited about that. Sports Plus, I'm told, sent us these. Yeah. So it's exciting. And uh, we kind of, we're not, if you're not wearing dress shirts, though, we kind of look like Chippendale dancers, I, th- I think. Well, I, I, we always I, look like that, I mean. Yeah. Based on our <laughs> amazing physiques. And the How do you put fact a bow tie on here? We're shirtless. Most I, can't, of the time. I can't even figure that. Clip I have a very out. long. Come on, I'm the a, only one who can figure this out. I have out. a large neck, Eddie. That's, I don't know you if got I got a large head too. So well, it's not all this large, but I have to put this on here, and I don't know. Uh, I'll figure it out, though. I will figure it out. I have headphones, so I have to take the headphones off, but I can't do that right now. See, because it's very technical. We'll see the live yeah. coverage of the 20. Well, the 105th edition of the uh, the Bennies, which is I, Coop has got his on, so he's ready to go. I, what if I have it, a this neck could like choke a... me? I could die. My neck's too big for that. Oh, oh, yeah. We can all wish. I have a neck like a pit bull. This is not going wow, on. Wow, this is very tight. Yeah, I have it on though. <laughs> it's adjustable. <laughs> it's not not if you for you it's adjustable. We got a small neck. All right, I'm gonna take. This, I'm gonna figure this out right now. Hold on a sec here. Oh man, that's really choking. <laughs> I'm not kidding, by the way. And I can't get the damn thing off. I'm about to curse here, but I can't get the thing off. Notice no one's coming to help me, by the way. There's no, there's no you'll, help you'll Just shake it off. You'll be fine. Oh, I got it off. All right. I'm fine. I got it off. Is it one size fits all? Is that what it is? Oh, I see. Now you can slide this down there. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it will. All right. Very good. So we'll give out the awards throughout the show. In fact, on the agenda here. Later this hour, for the Bennies, the 105th edition of the Bennies Celebrating Mediocrity and Sports Talk Radio Callers to the Ben Maller Show, uh, we will have the – we're going to start out big. Worst caller of the year. Wow, right off the Worst bat. caller of the year, Eddie. This, many people have said this is the most competitive category on the show, right? I, I've heard that, yes. Because we, we have a handful of people that would, you would classify as good callers – and then we have people, and the great thing about this, they don't even realize they're bad, which I love. I love the bad caller that doesn't realize they're a bad caller. That's my favorite type of caller. They don't realize how terrible they are, and they continue to call the show and bring us down with them. It's just a train wreck is what it is, and and so we will we'll do that. In fact, why don't we pause for the cause, as they say here. We will take some phone calls throughout. If you'd like to comment, you're the peanut gallery, the Maller Militia. You can comment on the award winners, and, and all these people that win the awards, they each get two golden tickets. Two golden tickets. That's the big prize package you get for winning a Benny. Hell yeah. Which is uh, which is just just fabulous. It's got no monetary value, but in the currency of the Ben Maller show, two golden tickets. If you win two Bennies, you got four golden tickets. That's uh, And, and those, will, those don't expire, by the way. Those, those will last the entire year till next year's Bennies. Unlike the regular golden tickets, which only have a 30-day lifespan, you win an award on our show here, the the Bennies, the 105th edition, and you get to let you can save that if you want to save it till December for football season, big football game in December. You can do that if you want. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. As we do it live. This is the 105th edition of the Bennies. We will mix in throughout throughout the show. Awards. We'll be giving out hardware. If you missed last hour, go back, download the podcast. When the show is complete here, you can hear all about it. All about it right there. Well, Elvis Presley had his last concert in Indianapolis, right? He died three months after that. The Indianapolis Colts hired a coach twice in a week. I think they're about to die the way their franchise is going here. But for the second time in a week, the Colts announced they had a new leader. How, man, is this exciting. It appears this time the coach will actually end up on the sidelines for a damn game. Uh, now, if you've been out of the loop here and you weren't paying attention, uh, you were doing stuff over the weekend, you were just kind of unplugged. I get it. I understand. Uh, I did a little bit, caught, caught up in sleep thanks to my sleep number bed. Uh, but the news is Frank Reich agreeing to a five-year contract. Not one, not two, not three, not four. Five. Five years. And he will replace... Chuck Pagano as the coach in Indianapolis. Technically, he also replaces Josh McDaniels, 
who never actually signed the contract but was announced on social media as the new coach. So Frank Reich is the man in Indy. This is what I want to talk to you about. Now, a big announcement by Jim Ursay in a news release. He said the following, quote, We are extremely excited, Ursay declared, to announce Frank Reich as our head coach. Uh, Frank has all the ingredients of a successful head coach, and then he ran down the ingredients. Intelligence, innovation, really? Character, organizational, and leadership skills, and a commanding presence. Really? All right. Well, let's uh, let's do the old Maller mashup on this one. Now, the, the question is, what do you make of Frank Reich? He had been the Eagles offensive coordinator, hired as the Colts head coach. Remember, we, we said this is going to be a positive situation for the Colts at the time. Josh McDaniels, a bozo. I would not have hired Josh McDaniels. What the hell were they thinking hiring Josh McDaniels? Now, my thoughts on this, all right, this latest hiring by the Indianapolis Colts, you've got off the grid, grown up, by the book, and a calculated risk. You've got those four things, and I will attempt, like a great magician, verbally to tie all these things together. Now, number one, Frank Reich is not the hot shot flavor of the month. That would have been Josh McDaniels or Matt Nagy, both who interviewed for the Colts job. One of them got the Colts job, then didn't want it. Uh, Frank Reich, as we had mentioned, he had been with the Philadelphia Eagles as their offensive coordinator, and he was not among the top six candidates that the Colts were considering. Not among the top six. Chris Ballard, no relation to Mallard, Chris Ballard, the general manager in Indianapolis, uh, he interviewed Mike Vrabel, some guy named Matt Rule, Chris Richard, or Richard, uh, Steve Wilkes was supposed to interview, McDaniels and Nagy also interviewed. And so if you look at that list, I don't see Frank Reich's name anywhere on that list. Vrabel's now the head coach of the Titans. Nagy landed the head job in Chicago. McDaniels is back massaging Tom Brady's ankles in New England, and so Indy ends up hiring a coach who was not on the radar, not among the top six names that they were considering. Frank Reich was truly off the grid in Indianapolis, but he's on the grid now. He's on the grid now. He's the, he's the, he's the guy. He is the guy. All those expressways and all those circles and whatnot around the, the highways in Indianapolis, he can navigate his way through there. Now, number two, the Colts – have been trending down, down, down for several years. Right? They, they were a national team, they had a national following when they had that golly gee shucks pitch man, Peyton Manning there. But in recent years, Andrew Luck, who was anointed baby Jesus, the next great NFL quarterback, and then he had to actually go out and do it, Andrew Luck has been damaged goods. And more than Andrew Luck, there is a lack of foundation in Indianapolis, and Frank Reich, he's been around the block a bunch, right? He's he's the grizzled veteran. He's done it all. He's seen it all. He's a number one backup quarterback of all time, the comeback kid at Maryland when he was the backup to Boomer Esiason and the same in the NFL with Jim Kelly as a, as he was the backup to Jim Kelly and Buffalo. But uh, but Jim Irsay essentially handing, handing down the keys to someone who, who doesn't bring the wow factor, right? Frank Reich is not going to bring the wow factor. He's been around a long time, and there's been a tsunami of instability around the Indianapolis Colts. Players have been very fragile, led by the quarterback. Jim Ursay has his issues with the pharmaceuticals and whatnot. Frank Reich, because he doesn't bring the razzle-dazzle, right? in our world, that is disappointing. Because I like the razzle-dazzle. He has not been known as a great soundbite. It's been a vagabond run of late. You know, Frank Reich has been, was fired. Now, he, he was the coach in, in Philadelphia, offensive coordinator, the last couple of years. But Frank Reich was fired three times in five years. And now he's, a couple of years later, after two years in Philadelphia, he becomes the head coach in Indianapolis. And if you like vanilla ice cream, if you're a fan of a scoop of vanilla ice cream, Frank Reich is the guy for you, right? He is the perfect coach for you. 
Now, all of that is irrelevant. The fact that he was fired a bunch, the fact that he's been all over the place, and he's a pretty vanilla coach as long as Indianapolis wins games. You cannot be uninteresting and not win. You can be uninteresting and win, but if you're uninteresting, it's not going to work out, right? I mean, the key is you got to win games. That's the key part of the equation in any of this. And the Colts are in a competitive division. You look around, you've got Jacksonville, do they have staying power? Probably not. The Tennessee Titans, do you really trust the Tennessee Titans? They, they don't even trust themselves. They got rid of their coach, Mike Malarkey, which was not a bad move, and Mike Vrabel takes over. And then you've got the Texans, who are a wild card with Deshaun Watson and a defense with big names that seem to always find a way to blow it. So there's n- the, the point is, if you look at the division, you look at the AFC South, there's no alpha dog. In that division, which is good. It gives you hope if you're a team like Indianapolis and Frank Reich. Uh, But if you're depending on Andrew Luck to come back, forget about it. If the Indianapolis Colts, the only way they can get back to the top of the mountain is for Andrew Luck to be the guy, forget about it. It's it's over. They're on their deathbed is what they are, as as their old coach used to say. Now, the last thing here, for Jim Irsay, this is a calculated risk. You hire your new coach. Nobody... Nobody is expecting much from Frank Reich. Nobody. Not even the Colts. He wasn't among the top six names. He was not among the top six names they looked at. Like They likely hired some headhunting firm. He didn't pop up on the radar. He didn't. And in the second round of coaching interviews, after Josh McDaniels exited stage right, Frank Reich beat out a couple of nondescript coaches. That former Dolphins interim coach Dan Campbell – who had been in New Orleans, and Leslie Frazier, who had the old Viking coach who had been hanging out in Buffalo. So it was, it's a mixed bag. I mean, you're talking about if you want to sell the hire, if you want to sell the hire, if you're a PR guy, you say, hey, Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator from the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. That's what you sell, right? They just beat the Patriots. Now, to sell that, you have to overlook some things. You have to overlook the fact that Frank Reich was not the play caller. That was the head coach, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's the one that actually called the plays. Frank Reich was just holding on a clipboard on the sideline. And in an industry where everyone's trying to hire the young coach, right? They, they all want Sean McVay, the next Sean McVay, the success he had with the Rams. Frank Reich is 56 years old. That goes against the norm. Right? That goes against the norm. And also, if you look back, when Frank Reich coached the Chargers, in when, the old San Diego Chargers, and when he called the plays for the San Diego Chargers, the way that that was described back in the day, uh, the reason he didn't last very long, he was there for 2014, 2015, the Chargers offense was one-dimensional, predictable, and boring. So... That, that's who you're getting there. You're, people think they're getting, hey, we're getting this dynamic play caller from the Philadelphia Eagles, the trick play, you know, the, the, they ran the, the ridiculous play to beat the Patriots, the key play in that Super Bowl before halftime. But, no, you're getting the guy that when he had Phillip Rivers and the Chargers offense, they were bad. They were pretty bad. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show on Fox Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Garcia. So right over there. Hanging out. So the Bennies, the 105th edition of the Bennies. We are celebrating throughout the show the greatness in mediocrity of sports radio. We're giving out awards here throughout the show. We've already given out three awards. and we have, We've only had one acceptance speech, though, so We've only far. had one. That's right. We've only had one. And uh, we will give, we'll give out five we have five more awards to give out between now and the end of the show, and we're going to build up to our crescendo. Now, you know what the crescendo is. Caller of the Year, of That course. is the Jeannie and Medford Caller of the Year Award. In honor of our friend Jeannie and Medford, we will I give that out. I got it all over me. That's right. And uh, so, man, oh, man, there's a lot of excitement here, Eddie. And I, uh, the voting has been very close in a lot of these categories. And we have another acceptance speech. You want to hear another acceptance speech? Absolutely. All right. The International Caller of the Year. A man that gave us the CFL report. 
Jason in Ottawa. Ben, happy Rusev Day, but more importantly, happy Benny Day. I can't believe it. I just, uh, just want to thank everyone for nominating me. First off, I just want to say this 15 Minutes of Fame is brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. So, yeah. Ben, I just well, want yeah, to you know, you got to direct people to go to geico.com for more information. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, go yeah. to geico.com yeah. for a free rate quote. Thank you. Now, the only th- yes. Now, this is the only thing that could wake me from my sleep number slumber, Ben, was being nominated <laughs> for not one but two awards and actually winning one. So, uh, just a big thank you to uh, to the crew, especially Justin Cooper. He's so pleasant on the phone. He'll actually take the time to talk to me. He must be a masochist in that way, but... Uh, Good job by him. Thank you to the Baxter Road crew, my uncle who loves listening to the show and it makes his day when I'm on, uh, Montreal Uncle Wayne. And uh, you know what, Ben? It's Benny season. I don't know if we have time for it, but it is Olympic season. I feel like being the international call of the year, I should I should give a rendition of Old Canada. Should I not? Well, it would be the proper thing to do. Uh, and you're at you're on the podium there. You've got your medal. Uh, I think it now, is the right. Now, will thing. you use the gender neutral version of the uh, song <laughs> of Canada? No, absolutely not. Good, I will use good, the, uh, good for you. the original proper version. All so right, feel free is... to sing along if you want, uh, Maller, uh, Maller Militia and, and crew, if you want. All right. Uh, well, very oh, exciting. Okay. Here we go. Oh, Canada from the International Call of the Year. Oh, Canada. Canada. Our home and native land, true patriot love, in all thy sons, man, Cartomba, say, Paul, il say, Paul, say, la croix, parlez-vous français, racist, is he cursing? No, I don't think. Wow. I want to go to an an Expos game. He's being drowned out, though. He's being drowned out. He's being kicked off the stage. Jason Lotto has been kicked off. His his acceptance (laughs) speech went too long there. Danny G Radio has been banned from the country (laughs) of Canada. No, that happens. It's it's like a real award show. It's it's an awkward moment, but it happens. You know, it's... uh, Danny G cannot cross the border up north. Well, no, it was a fantastic acceptance speech right up until the moment he went too long. The orchestra had to drown him out, and that happens. You watch these award shows, that takes place. Well, thank you, Jason, and your uncle, and all that. Yeah, oh, look, I'm being drowned out, too. Look at that. How dare you? How dare you? All right. Well, Jason is our international caller of the year, so he gets two golden tickets for that. And that's our second acceptance speech. So we've had we've given out three awards. We've had two acceptance speeches. We have not had we have not had Danny in Nashville who did win an award last hour. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. It's Mallard of the Third Degree, a new week upon us. We've got the Benny Awards. I see there's another acceptance speech. We'll get to that here momentarily. But Coop de Loop, the first Mallard of the Third Degree of the week. Well, Ben, there was a report over the weekend that said the Clippers thought that they were trading DeAndre Jordan to the Cavaliers. It just uh, didn't materialize. Do you yeah. wish that they would have made that deal? Well, any trade that's a rumor is fake news until it actually happens. It's kind of like when you hire a coach, but he doesn't sign a contract. You didn't really hire a coach. You think you hired a coach. A couple of things here. A, this sounds like classic NBA drama building. I would not be surprised if this was a story that was planted by someone in LeBron's group, someone in his posse there. The Cavaliers clearly would have been better off dealing for a proven all-star center in DeAndre Jordan than the collection of spare parts that they picked up. So it makes the organization look bad if they could have gotten DeAndre Jordan from the Cavalier perspective, but they didn't do it. And I realize that those guys played well against the Celtics and beginner's luck. The Cavaliers ran the Celtics off the court the first game all those guys were together. But you know, the supposed last-minute switcheroo for Cleveland 
And if it was leaked by the LeBron camp, then that you know, helps LeBron out. So, yeah, listen, they could have gotten DeAndre Jordan. They didn't do it. Bad job by them. And when LeBron leaves, he can say, see, we, I wanted him to get DeAndre Jordan. They didn't get DeAndre Jordan. And, B, the Clippers still have options with DeAndre. He has a player contract, a player option in his contract for next season. He's likely to opt out. And if he does opt out, there's always the sign-and-trade fallback plan. Uh, but I, listen, I, I, I don't wish the Clippers had traded DeAndre Jordan. I have no idea uh, if it was ever actually close to taking place, and the, the Clippers now have him for the rest of the year. They can make the playoffs this year, and I'm all for it. Next! Now, uh, Kyle Shanahan came out and said that Bill Belichick had initially turned him down pretty forcefully for uh, uh, Jimmy asking about Jimmy Garoppolo. And we all know eventually that actually happened. Do you think that Kyle Shanahan is intentionally trying to stir up more drama within the Patriots organization? Yeah, I saw this story. I don't. And the only reason I know is there's two reasons. Number one, it has been well documented that Bill Belichick was not going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo during last offseason. So the fact that Kyle Shanahan is saying this is not a surprise. It had been on the record. The Cleveland Browns... The 49ers, other franchises had been attempting to trade for Garoppolo, and the Patriots stonewalled them every single time. Now, the second part of this, the great mystery, is what changed? And that's the, that's the million-dollar question. Why did Bill Belichick, who was convinced, those that are connected with the Patriots, convinced that this was the, the heir to the throne this was the the guy that was going to replace Tom Brady and have the next 15 years of success for the Patriots. Why did why did it change? Like was it a mandate by Robert Kraft? Did Tom Brady meddle? There was a change of course somewhere along the way. That's the part of the story that's interesting. Kyle Shanahan's not lying. I I I think that's he's just really confirming what had been out there anyway. But the mystery in this, again, is why did Bill Belichick change? He had thrown a hissy fit prior to that and wouldn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo. All of a sudden it changed, and all they got was a bleeping second-round pick for a guy who will likely be the starter for the 49ers for several years, at least the next four or five years to come. All right, next. Now, you've said that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be the highest-paid uh, player for long because we know that Kirk Cousins is about to get a contract. But reports say that Kirk Cousins is going to attempt to get and is in good position to get a contract that pays him a percentage of the salary cap. Do you think that he'll be the first one to actually get that deal done? Yeah, I, I don't think that's in the cards here for Kirk Cousins. I don't. I mean, a couple things. First of all, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I would put him in the top 10 of the NFL, but he's not going to be the guy that rewrites the way contracts are handed out in the National Football League. That is a gigantic reach here. It is going to take an epic bidding war, and there are so many quarterbacks available at the top of the 2018 draft. That gives teams leverage where they don't have to give a percentage of the salary cap to Kirk Cousins. And secondly, yeah, the Cardinals could certainly use Cousins, the Browns, the Bills, the Vikings, the Jets, the Broncos. They'll all kick the tires on Cousins and all have varying degrees of interest in the guy. And I do believe Cousins doesn't care about a team's record or ownership or stability. He's not all about that. He's all about that money, boss, is what he's about. He's a football mercenary, and that gives the Browns and Bills equal footing with teams like the Vikings and Broncos, who consider themselves more of a contender. But he, he's going to get $30 million a year or so, but it's not going to be a percentage of the salary cap. That is not going to happen for Kirk Cousins. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? It's been you pass this edition. That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for ten whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's time now for the Insta Advice Line on screen radio. The safety net comes off. You are the star of the show. You take over. 
We'll take as many calls as we can here. This is where we give back. We take, we take, we take so much. This is an opportunity to give knowledge, to give advice to those in sports that need it. And who needs our advice this week? Well, it's pretty cut and dry this week. Uh, Paint by numbers, if you will. There's a new coach in the NFL, Frank Wright, taking over as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Now, he, he was not among the top six candidates for this job, right? They, they did not want to even talk to him originally. They had six other people that they interviewed, and then Josh McDaniels was hired. He didn't sign the contract. You know the story. And so eventually they had to go back and start the search over, and they went to Frank Reich. He's the new head coach. It's a five-year deal. He had been the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach for the Patriots. But he didn't call the plays. And now he's got to work with Jim Ursay, and there's a lot of questions surrounding whether Andrew Luck will ever be healthy again. So your advice to Frank Reich, the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts. All right, understand? All right, very good. Let's go to the phones right now, 877-99 on Fox. Line one, you're on the air. Advice to Frank Reich, line one. You phone up Ben Meller. He'll give you all the advice you need. Line two, you're on the air. Your advice to Frank Reich, the new coach of the Colts. Fight, fight, win, win, fight, fight, win. Line three, you're on the air. Advice to Frank Reich. He's the new head coach of the Colts. What advice do you have for him? Oh, nothing. Okay, good. Uh, line, thank you for that. At least oh, nothing. He's honest. Oh, I see what you did there. Line four. Hello, line four. Oh, uh, yes, Ben. I would look Frank Reich square in the eye and say... You hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. You hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. <laughs> Never gets old. Never gets old. I I did hear from Mark, the full name guy, though. He sent me an email saying that when we called him a duck when he was snoring, that he does have some kind of problem, he said. He did admit to it. So, uh, line five. Hello, line five. You're on the air, line five. You, you look like a big, fat clown, pistol neck. Hey, Pencil Neck Ray! I, he was nominated for an award earlier. Don't do a lost cat, Magnus. All right, thank pencil you. Neck. Thank you, Ray. All right, there he goes. Love that guy. Line six, you're on you the air. You look like a big fat clown. We're giving advice. We're giving advice to Frank Reich. He's the new coach of the Colts. All right, apparently, that was too much for you to hold on. One second. Uh, line one, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Frank Reich, the new coach of the Colts. I did it, Mom. I want to bet you. What was he? What he was said, it? I did it, Mom. I want a Benny. Oh, okay. I thought I was worried that was going to go a different direction. Uh, line two. Hello, line two. The Colts need a, a doctor more than a coach. Yeah. Oh, okay. They need some magical pills. Uh, line, I'm a doctor. Well, actually, Jim Ursay's got those. Line three. Hello. Just keep Ursay away from Bella. All right. Get out of here, you double-crossing, <laughs> conniving <laughs> jerk. You know? I know you cheated on this show. And my moles have reported in. You're dead to me, angry Bill, you weasel. Line four. Hello, line four. Do as the Patriots do, and the Mallory does. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Yeah, it's gamesmanship, gamesmanship, gamesmanship. And every team in the NFL cheats. That's a fact. Line five. Hello, go. Consult with Bill Miller. Line six. You're on the air. We're giving advice to Frank Wright. I don't know who that is. Frank Reich is the new coach of the Colts. Any advice? Oh, the hell, Bill Miller. Apparently not. Uh, line one. Uh, line one, you're on the air. Go. I want a Benny. Line two. Hello. Your advice to Frank Reich, the new coach of the Colts. Luke 218. Yeah. Well, he is religious, Frank Reich. So, yeah, he, he is uh, he is a religious guy. So, I think you're, you're okay there. Uh, line three. Hello. Bring your quarterback with you. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's staying in Philadelphia. Line, what, what if they traded for Nick Foles, though? What about that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah Tammy's going to win caller year. Her call sucks. She's a nice person. But these losers are all going to vote for her. All right, thank you for that. That's uh, Blind Scott, who's got an asterisk next to his name and the call of the year record. Line five, hello. Uh, yeah, he should avoid hearsay and his big pharma drugs and turn to natural cannabis. Yes, that's worked for you so well, as we can tell. Line six, you're next up. Advice to Frank Reich, the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Line six. Franks and Beans. What was that? Franks and Beans. Franks and Beans, yeah. okay. It was over-modulated in my headphones. It was. Okay. Well, everyone's, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, line one, hello. I just win, baby. Just win, yeah. Okay. Didn't that die with Al Davis? Line two, hello. Two words, Geyer Clinic. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one, actually. That's where Peyton Manning's wife went to get those magical HGH uh, drugs. Yes. But Peyton did not take those. No, 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 no. Line three, hello. Go kill yourself. No, I don't think that's good advice. Uh, line four, maybe I'm wrong. Line four, hello. Ben, Frank Reich has to make sure that the playbook has the Maller maneuver. <laughs> I do recommend the Maller Maneuver. I'm not going to lie. That is an important addition to the playbook. Line five, we're giving advice to the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts. It's pretty cut and dry here. Frank Reich, any advice to the new coach uh, coach of the Colts? Yes. get your Make sure that your home address and phone number is unlisted or else that stalker Nashville Danny will come and stand outside your window. Well, that's a good point, yes. He's a weirdo. And he's the worst caller of the year on the Ben Maller Show in the year 2017. Congratulations to Danny. He had his acceptance speech earlier. We're giving advice to Frank Reich, the new coach of the Colts. Line six, that's you. Go. Can I pay you in pills? (laughs) No, no. Make sure it says money on the contract. That's a good point. If the contract says they have the option of paying in pharmaceuticals, say no. Line one, hello. Hey, the answer is so obvious with this one. It's not trigonometry, Ben. Yeah. Come on. I understand. Of course not. No. no. It's not trigonometry. Not on his deathbed either. Yeah. All right. Line two. Hello. He should smoke lots of pot and eat some prunes. All right. <laughs> yes, I know. Eventually, someone will do that on your advice. We'll do a couple more and a couple more only. You're listening live to the Insta Advice Line. We're giving help to the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich. He takes over in Indy less than a week after Josh McDaniels was supposed to take over and said no. Line three, hello. (laughs) Line four, go. Do not smoke bath salts with Jim Irsay. Line five, hello. Just don't listen to Louie. All right, you turn your radio down, moron. Uh, Line six, hello. Hello? Line one, go. You, Darvish, was the mole. Line two, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yes. Drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> Line three, go. First, happy birthday, Mom. I love you. And Cole's having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Maller. Yeah. Line, well, they beat the Pistons. That's all I care about. Line four, hello. Are we on the live air, Ben? No. What happened? We haven't heard from our friend, Helmet Man, in a while. I hope you're all right, Helmet Man. Line five, go. Good night, Miss Calabash, wherever you are. All right. We'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. He will pick the final call on the Insta advice line for Frank Reich, the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Line two. Line two. The final call for Frank Reich. Line two. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'm blaming Koopa Loop. You're live on the air. Go. Hi, three new punters. I didn't understand that. So you should have picked line three. Line three, what would you have said, line three? Have you seen my baseball? Yeah, see, that would have been funnier. All right, there it is, the instant advice line for Frank Reich, the new coach in Indianapolis. Boy, there's excitement, and it's not just the sugar levels being raised from that delicious cake in the other room. We are closing in. On the drop of the year on the Ben Maller Show, the top sound bites that got played over and over and over again, but which one stood out among the field? You pay me $500,000, I'll endorse a gay magazine. That was not in the running. Uh, We will have the Benny Award, the 105th Annual Benny Awards for drop of the year. The tension is building. The answer to that question next. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.